What's wrong with you people? I'm serious. This is Not Another Baptist Podcast, a weekly podcast about what two pastors are learning in the trenches of church revitalization. This podcast is sponsored in part by our friends at the Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. Visit swibbits.edu to find out more about what God is doing on Seminary Hill. What is happening, Kyle? I am tired. <laughs> I bet you are. You, so, you literally, so as we're recording this on Wednesday morning, you pulled in to Mayhill last night. Yeah. Right? After 3,500 miles. <laughs> that, so, so over 10 days, that averages out to 350 miles a day. And for five of that, you didn't drive at all. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, Wow. And in those days, we we walked about as many miles because <laughs> we were at Disney, uh, but we had a great time. It was very hot. Uh, it was about 94 to 96 each day that we were there, relatively humid as Florida would be. And but we did have a good time. We had to wear a mask the whole time, which might not be as bad if it's cold. You know, sometimes that's actually a benefit because <laughs> it keeps your face warm. Uh, but when you've got a long beard and it's 95 degrees, <laughs> Uh, you're basically, you know, you're you're staying hydrated because as you sweat, it just goes right back into your mouth. <laughs> it's great, <laughs> but we had we, we had a good time. A uh, friend of the pod, Michael Kreiner, his brother, uh, I believe, is a teacher in Texas, but on the side, he is a travel agent with I think it's Travelmation or something like that. And he does Disney trips. And normally we would plan our own. Uh, but for this one with COVID and all of that yeah. kind of stuff, I thought I need to call in. I need to phone a friend on who wants a millionaire, yeah. who wants to be a millionaire. And so I phoned a friend, got him involved. He found us a hotel that was within our budget and very, very close to Disney Springs, but even better. Very, very close, as in next door to Golden Corral. And oh, hey. Florida is is not New Mexico, praise God. <laughs> and their Golden Corral was open. And so we ate and you had to wear gloves when you went through the line and wear your mask and all that kind of stuff. And they uh, were regularly rotating the, the spatulas and whatnot. They weren't allowing kids to dish their own food, which yeah. is probably the biggest issue at a Golden Corral anyway. Uh, but you know, what does it kill you makes you stronger, I guess. Well, that's, and, that, that is good to know because we're going in. We'll be there two weeks from today, as a matter of fact. I know. And yeah. um, we, we we are not staying. We're staying at a hotel on resort. So yeah. we will be paying Disney food prices. Well, you have NAM money. So I don't have <laughs> NAM money. So we stay off campus at about $79 a night. Yeah. And the other side of that is because of the size of our family, we have to have either a two room suite or one of like the big actual suites. And so yeah, that yeah. doubles the price of every hotel yes, room. And then of course the suite costs of some of the bigger hotels or whatnot, that is way out of our league. So yeah. until I get hired by Nam, I guess that's off the table. <laughs> so, so you could start like this, like Disney on a budget you, you could start a blog and all about that. And well, I could, except I did not do very well when we went to be our guest restaurant and <laughs> $385 later, <laughs> we, we were out of there. I I've, I've had we have reservations there as well. So we're <laughs> yeah, I've had sticker shock before, but there's something about seeing it on the receipt. As you know, you're about to swipe that card and deep down, you're kind of like, 
will my bank be like, this guy has never spent that much on anything in his life. So we're going to count this as fraud and then have to deal with it. No. Anyway, we had that. It was great. Uh, the, the upside to James though, and I told you about this is he's got an app where it'll plan your day at the park. And so you put in, or you tell him in that case, or if he was going, he would put in all of the rides that he wants to do. And then the ones that he doesn't, or then some that are like in, in, in between you can, if you want to, or that kind of deal. And he made a whole schedule for us, which is great for me because you know how I like schedules. Yes. And we went to every ride, every single thing that we wanted to do. And we're done by as early as 11 o'clock with every ride at Disney. And as late as I think one thirty was our latest. And then we wow. could go back and ride whatever we wanted. And uh, so it was phenomenal. And what we did, of course, is we would do all of that, maybe ride our favorite ones a couple of times again, and then head out, go swimming, uh, which you were going to ask about cadence. One of those nearly ended in tragedy. Uh, they were down at the resort. Uh, Daddy was taking a nap. And uh, so I was up in the hotel room, but cadence and Rebecca and all the girls were down in the pool and at the resort, they would do different games and whatnot. And so it, it might be stuff outside of the pool or stuff inside of the pool, whatever. But this one in particular, they were all in the shallow end and cadence had lost whatever the game was early on. And so was going back to the deep end when she saw a child down on the bottom of the pool. And so she dove in and pulled her out. And this little girl was three years old, uh, was unresponsive, not breathing, blue lips, all of that kind of stuff. Uh, they began CPR. Uh, paramedics came. And uh, by 2 a.m., she was ultimately back to herself. And by, I think, 10 o'clock, uh, they were back on their vacation. And uh, so we're super proud of yeah. Cadence for doing what <laughs> most even adults wouldn't do. They just grab the phone and start videoing. <laughs> but, but no, she did a great job. We're really proud of her. And uh, but but what was kind of cool is, you know, a bunch of people, she was reading all of the comments on the post. Uh, I think you saw the the Twitter one got up to like, 4,000 something likes yeah. and a ton of comments on the Facebook, of course, same thing. And she was reading some of those and she hand, handed me the phone. She's like, I don't really want to read this anymore because everybody keeps saying hero and I'm not a hero. What else am I supposed to do? Like, this is normal. Like yeah. this, this is what I'm supposed to do. And I said, that's exactly what Captain America would say. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so, so now she is Captain S. I don't know if there's a female word for Captain, but anyway, Captain Orlando. <laughs> so and, I'm like, uh, I'm like waiting on Good Morning America to get in touch with you guys because that's well, so we did have, and we, we have something in the UK. Uh, so it, it got featured on the Good News Movement on Instagram, which does these little stories, uh, Instagram stories and whatnot. And the last time I checked on, like maybe a couple of hours after it happened or we posted it that somebody sent it to them or they saw it or whatever. Uh, it already had a hundred K, uh, likes and, and a ton of comments. And, uh, which when, when it gets that far out there, you also get the wackos and uh, yeah. like the immediate stuff, like, well, you need to put her into counseling cause this is very traumatic and she will not recover without it. And all, you know, so, yeah. uh, you know, you had to deal with some of that. And, uh, and then, of course, we just said, you know, the kids should be all right. Like, I was trying to type this relatively quick. Kid was fine, but there's a whole lot of comments like, so is the kid alive or dead? <laughs> like, it should be. You didn't really answer that. I said, well, sorry, I didn't 
go into the entire story. But uh, we got to call them on the way back, though, or actually they called us. We left the phone number at the front desk and said, you know, hey, if they want to talk or whatever, we'd love to visit with them and, and just get to know the little girl because obviously things happened and, and, you know, they took off and, yeah. and then we went back on a trip. And so they called and uh, they had a great chat. She got to talk to the little girl and uh, they gosh, maybe 30, 40 minutes and had a wow. little chat. And then we swapped addresses and the two of them are going to kind of stay in touch or whatever. And uh, so that'll be kind of neat cool. for, yeah. for the deal. And you know this, some of the listeners might not, but it was the almost carbon copy of the story of, of my childhood when I had drowned and my dad had dove in and pulled me out and did CPR and all of that stuff. And so it's kind of neat because she didn't know that story. Uh, maybe she heard it at some point, but she didn't know all of all yeah. of it. And so we showed her the news deal and she said, that's exactly what happened. Cause there's a line in it that said what, what seemed like an hour, but was probably only 10 minutes. She said, that's exactly it. It just felt like time stopped. And, uh, but it was probably just a few minutes, but so we're super proud of her that obviously <laughs> made for a interesting drive home, uh, yeah. because, uh, it was, it was just probably dominated the memories at that point. So. Cause that was your last day at the park, right? Yes. That was yeah. it. Yeah, that we're was done. <laughs> we're heading out. And, uh, and, and Grace, you know, so Gracie was there and she's not a great swimmer. And so she was really frightened by yeah. the whole thing because she and that girl had been playing together in the shallow end you know, all week. And so she knew her pretty well. And, uh, cause they're closer in age in a sense, but yeah. anyway, so they, they knew each other. So she was really freaked out. And so, yeah. uh, later that day, I was like, after we went to eat dinner, I said, do y'all want to go back to the pool? And we had three yeses and one, if we have to. <laughs> so, so anyway, we, we did encourage her to go ahead and swim to kind of overcome that, yeah. that fear. So yeah. she was fine. So, but we had a great time. So you'll have a great time. Low crowds. You'll like that. Well, I yep. love that because <laughs> I hate people. And uh, so that was great. 35% capacity or something like that. And, uh, but the only downside is social distance lines. And so you might only have maybe 50 people in the line, but they're spread out six feet apart all the way across. And so you might be in like a mile long line looping out on the concrete baking in the Orlando sun. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a souvenir, so, you know, so excited, so excited about that. So, so Michelle found this, this thing for the mask, because you mentioned the masks, um, they're silicone inserts that, that still allow the mask to cover everything, but they keep it off of your face so that you're not like sucking your mask in. Yeah. So we'll see how those go. Well, uh, a friend, I won't call him out, uh, but a friend encouraged us to cut the inside layer out where it would basically mm. just be whatever was decorative on the outside or whatever. Yeah. And because uh, I think it's they recommend like three layers, something like not three masks, but like the dual layer or the triple layer mask. Yeah, dual layer. And uh, and so he recommended cutting those out so that you could breathe. Uh, we didn't do that primarily because we forgot and didn't have scissors <laughs> in the hotel. So anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. You, you'll yeah. never, you, you will never forget this trip to Disney between no. the, between the, the COVID measures and then, you know, in the $385 dinner <laughs> and, and Caden saving someone's life. But so we have, so we have lunch. Maybe I'm, I'm here crossing my fingers that lunch is cheaper than no, it's not. It's quick the same price. <laughs> so, so the, if I remember right, the adult entree is 90 bucks. Awesome. And, uh, but it comes with an appetizer, so a entree and a dessert, which includes the gray stuff. All right. Yes. It's we delicious. did not get that last time we were there. Yeah. We, and we uh, so a uh, pro tip, um, they have like 
and I don't, I've all, I've always seen the word, but it's like shakartery board or something. Yeah. Shakartery board. Yeah. Something, I don't know. something like that. I'm sure cheese, Michelle knows. She watches these plates. She, yeah. yeah. Those fancy things. That's one of the appetizers. Don't get it. It, it has like moldy <laughs> cheese on it and all this kind of stuff. That's probably very expensive and very fancy. And it tastes like a fart smells. So don't, don't eat it. Oh, Matt. So while I was gone, though, some stuff happened in the yeah. Beerman family. Yeah. Some stuff and Michelle happened. is not pregnant. So it's not no, that. Absolutely uh, not. The, you know, your your kids, I don't think, saved anybody's life this week. Not as far what as What happened in the Beerman uh, crew? Yeah. So uh, the Sunday that you were gone, um, we, we announced to our church that you quit. <laughs> we, you quit we announced on to our your church people. That, you that said, was... see you later. <laughs> We, I'm we going to the to top. church. Bye, y'all. <laughs> I have accepted a full-time position with the North American Mission Board to quit. beginning May 1st. <laughs> and uh, so... Believe uh, so, me. Yeah. Well, yeah, so eventually... That was yes, why you true. accepted it. What is, yes. You, 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 Give me, me away from that. <laughs> yeah, it was like, you, you were sad about first Alan McGordo. You really didn't want to leave. But then you thought you were doing like the pros and cons. Like, I'll be away from that. I'll be away from I'm that. out. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. So, uh, so I'll be working with the full time with the North American mission board, um, in some rural, uh, strategies, rural initiatives. And, um, so our last Sunday at, at my last Sunday as pastor at first Baptist Alan McGordo is going to be May 2nd. And then and your sometime, people are counting down the days, man. <laughs> yes, I'm sure they are. Um, but, and then at some point, um, we're working out the timeline, but our plan is to move uh, back to Lubbock, Texas. And, um, where, why? So, so I, I've, I've been asked to be closer to an airport, right? So yes. then, then El Paso, because as you know, that's a decent drive. And, but as a rural guy, I still want to be in a rural area. And so I just feel like there's some credibility that comes with that rather than, you know, being the rural guy. Hey, I just flew in from Houston the this middle, morning. Middle of Highland Park. Well, yeah. with your salary, you can go to Highland Park and then, you know, <laughs> yeah. pastor a church out in like a villa or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we are, we're looking at Lubbock, um, which is a, is a rural city. Um, and uh, that's, that's where I grew up. So what? yeah, it is. It's so, so Lubbock is a rural, uh, I'll call it a rural city. So how many a, people are in Lubbock? About 300,000. Okay. <laughs> and uh, just because it's, there's it's, like it's, no it's, grass there doesn't make it rural, but it's in the middle of cotton fields and, and surrounded by, um, by, by small Farmers. town, small cotton farm. Yeah. And, and that's kind of where I grew up a little, little South of Lubbock. So you just want to go home. to Texas tech games. Just be honest. <laughs> so that is a perk. Yeah. I'll, I'll say that. <laughs> that is, that is one of the things that I've already kind of gone. Hey, like we, we could take our kids to, to tech football games and baseball games. And, that's unfortunate. Uh, uh, so <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, we had Josh Revis on when you were yeah. gone, probably when you're trying to get this job, I don't know, but uh, Josh Revis came on to interview me uh, about the pastor's conference thing. So I'm yeah. just going to turn the tables on you and interview you about this okay. new job. Other than the fact that you're going to a big city that you're calling <laughs> rural, tell us what you're going to hope to do. I know some of it will be under wraps and y'all are working through, but maybe yeah. some dreams and hopes that you have with this position. Yeah. So one of the things that the, the, the big the big thing that we're working on right now that will roll out first is um, a resource hub uh, where we will put all kinds of resources for rural churches on there. Um, starting with some video sermons. Um, and so our, our hope is that for some, um, some churches way out in, in rural areas, 
that maybe find themselves without a pastor. Um, and so for an interim time, as, as we know from visiting with some of our state staff here and, and in other areas that, that travel all over the state, um, it can be hard to fill all the preaching needs every single weekend for churches. And so the, the resource hub will, is a way to provide some sermon resources for churches to be able to uh, download a video and, and use that in their, um, in their sermon, in, the, in their sermon time. And so there may be some churches that use this long term. There may be churches that use this stopgap. Uh, there may even be some, Matt, and that you, you might re, uh, um, resonate with this as well. Like when you go on vacation trying to scramble to find somebody to preach, um, th- there may be some sometimes that a pastor would just go, you know what, I can go on the site, I can download a video, and that covers the preaching. We're also hoping to put some small group resources up there, some leadership development resources, um, as well as hopefully eventually even some music sets. Um, uh, because I, I know uh, one of the things that we've talked about before is that when uh, we've served in churches where when the worship leader has gone, um, th- th- there may not be so anybody else that can play the piano or play the guitar or anything. And, and that's kind of the thing with you and I is I, I know y'all have some worship leaders. We have some, right. but it is in our case is sort of built around uh, me on the piano. And yeah. so when I go, really, the pulpit isn't the hardest part to fill. Uh, it's usually making sure that the music is going to go off without a hitch. And right. uh, and so so that's that's awesome, dude. Uh, so tell us your salary package. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, so so uh, you 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 will hope to move to to Lubbock. You don't quite have a timetable. Uh, right. Will it afford you the opportunity to maybe fill in at some churches and whatnot? Or pastor yeah, eventually i mean so we we would like to find a church to plug into um you know just from a kind of a theological ecclesiological standpoint i, I would like to be involved in a church not just um a name on a roll <laughs> and i'm never there so so i would like to uh find a church and plug in and be able to go with our family but there certainly will be some you know pulpit supply opportunities and all that especially one of the reasons that that we picked lubbock is because really within a two-hour drive in any direction from Lubbock, there are hundreds of churches, um, some out in, I mean, some literally just out in the middle of a cotton field. And uh, so it is, it's an extremely rural area. And uh, as I said, as a rural guy, I'm excited about being there. And, and also, um, I was visiting with the director of missions um, a couple of weeks ago, and he, he said that, um, to his knowledge, there, there's no one from the North American Mission Board in West Texas. And, and I've, I've there may be somebody that we're just not aware of, but but in my experience and everyone I've talked to, there's not. So I'm excited too to kind of be that, you know, that guy. If I'm if I'm a rural guy in a rural area, I'm excited to kind of be the the Nam, uh, get to be the Nam face for for rural ministry, especially out in the West Texas area. But uh, we'll be tra- I'll be traveling all over the country, uh, hoping to resource some some rural churches and get this hub going. And then the next step is we're we're going to be working on some rural residency materials. So for churches or associations, um, and I'm thinking especially for associations that have churches who, who have a difficult time uh, finding a pastor, keeping a pastor, um, if we can develop some materials to help them raise up guys in their context. And, and again, thinking in something like the Lubbock area, within a 20-minute drive, there's, there's several dozen churches from, from Lubbock. And so, you know, if, if that association, for instance, could raise guys up and then um, have guys actually go out and pastor, they could live in Lubbock, pastor in, uh, you know, just a few minutes drive. And uh, they could be, a, there's some really great opportunities that are happening in, in rural 
and, and I'm going to make a bold prediction. Okay. We, we've seen the world change this last year in a lot of ways. Um, one of the ways that, that we've seen the world change that I don't think is going back is not masks, I hope, <laughs> but in uh, the new work from anywhere strategy where, where so much work is being done remote over the last year. <clears throat> and, I, and I don't think that's going away. So I think we're getting ready to see a revival in rural areas as the cost of living is lower. Um, you know, you have, you can send kids to smaller schools, be involved in a smaller community. I just, I think we're going to see uh, rural areas begin to explode as people can move there, work from home for the most part, and, uh, and still have really well-paying jobs in, in um, you know, with a rural cost of living. And uh, so I think over the next five, 10 years, we're going to see rural areas begin to really grow rapidly. I'm just disappointed that your first chance to resource a church as the uh, full-time, whatever the title was, uh, that you said no. <laughs> I, I did, yes. So so Matt asked me to preach on uh, Mother's Day, which will be my first Sunday after I step away from... Yeah, uh, to, and, and so what's, well funny is, to work. Uh, what, what's funny is as soon as we'd settled on like May 2nd, as we kind of talked back and forth and in, uh, in, in the personnel finance committee, when we settled on that, I came home and told Michelle, okay, so we settled on May 2nd. <laughs> she looks at me and she goes, she goes, I, I know you're going to preach some places. She goes, please don't do it on that first Sunday. <laughs> she said, please, let's take that Sunday off and we'll just go, go somewhere and we'll sit. And uh, since that's mother's day, especially I'm going to, I'm going to honor honor her request. And um, I don't know where we'll go. I, I was planning on Mayhill. <laughs> I was, I was planning Mayhill. on going to Mayhill. Go ahead, well, listen so to Dennis preach. will be here. But, so so I, I had to write Dennis. I was like, hey, your second choice. Uh, will you please come oh, and no. preach uh, this week? And uh, and so I said, uh, he's going to come up here. So you can come and okay. hear Dennis and his kids will come. His wife will come. So it'll be a little NAM reunion up here. It's good to know. Yeah. 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 I've never, funny enough, I've, I've rarely heard him preach. He's filled in for me a couple of times, but I've always been gone. So that is a, I won't listen to him, uh, but I'll let him preach. So I can go to the mountains, <laughs> go to May Hill Baptist Church. Yeah. And Matt Hensley won't be there. I know. It's that, a that's win, like, that's win, win, win. Man. Yeah. And Dennis is there. So it's a win, win, win. <laughs> I mean, it's great. So, well, I'm super, super, super stoked for you. A lot yeah, of great man. stuff is happening at uh, NAM. Uh, of course, this is during the Annie Armstrong Easter offering. And so uh, Kyle is now uh, funded by that exclusively. So uh, make sure that you give at your churches so they don't have to lay them off within a month. Uh, not really. Uh, but this is, of course, Easter is two days away as this goes live. And uh, so I know a lot of churches are winding down their Annie Armstrong uh, Easter offerings and whatnot. And, and perhaps your final Sunday to do that. Other churches do it throughout the year. Some do it at a you know single month or whatever. Ours will wrap up this weekend. And uh, we're right there at our goal. Uh, but I think we've shared before the way we're doing our budget now is at the end of the year, whatever our giving is above our budget, then we split uh, three ways between Lottie, Annie, and local missions. And so uh, that that then, you know, at this this point, I think we're looking at maybe about 12,000 that'll go uh, to awesome. Annie. So really pumped about that. And a lot of great stuff is happening there. A lot of great stuff is really happening all over the SBC, despite what you might hear on Twitter and social media. And, uh, and so be checking out, you know, Baptist Press and some of that as we get closer to the SBC annual meeting. And, uh, and then somebody can, stand up during uh, Dr. Ezell's uh, presentation and be like, what were you thinking? <laughs> 
Kyle, non-alcoholic <laughs> beer man. He can't even ask a question. Why, why would you hire this dude? No, uh, super stoked for you. A lot of great things are going to happen through that. Uh, you'll meet a number of needs and a number of churches because just in New Mexico, uh, what, what you're yeah. talking about could help. I think right now, 22 churches and uh, in some way. And uh, and as you mentioned, you know, pastors being out, being able to pull in a, a sermon if they can't find anybody yeah. because their best friend uh, who is leaving <laughs> them, number one, and then, and, and then it won't even come and preach for them. They could just pull one of those sermons. Well, Matt, if you need a break from leading worship one of those Sundays, I will gladly bring my new Taylor guitar up and come and lead worship for also you. Also CP so. funded. Uh, <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> Was that was that STEMI funded? <laughs> yeah, that yes, that was that was part of the STEMI. Uh, definitely part yeah. of the STEMI. Our, our BR guest was STEMI funded because uh, so it wasn't Michelle, in our budget. Michelle liked to say that was a combined. Um, so so for years she had, she had wanted to do this, and her, her goal was kind of um, when when I graduated with my doctorate, that would be a great way to surprise me with a Taylor guitar, and and we just we couldn't do it at that time. So um, I got this catalog in, and they had this model of guitar for like five hundred bucks, which for a for a tailor is it's great is yeah. super cheap, like a, a fourth of the price normally. And um, so, you know, I'm flipping through the catalog and I went, Hey, you know, look at this guitar. It's man, you know, look at that price. It's a tailor. And she goes, we'll get it. And I went, no, you know, for real, come on. Like, and she goes, no, really? She said, and here's why <clears throat> she said, it's a combined uh, late graduation present mm-hmm. two years later. Okay. Um, va- Valentine's and an early birthday present to which yeah. I said, Okay, sold. So <laughs> I like how y'all communicate about these things. I just go out and buy the Corvette. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> and come home with it. They're like, check out my new car. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> and, uh, but then I'd be like, then I do the same thing though. I was like, no, it's just, it's my birthday. It's my graduation. It's my, you know, my 40th year anniversary uh, gift. It's just all, cause that's when it'll yeah, be paid whatever. off. <laughs> 40th birthday, three years early. There you go. Yeah. The... <laughs> yeah. So well, dude, I'm happy for you. And um, like we said, a, a number of great things are happening. I know we'll be kind of in and out. We'll be, uh, we'll make sure we have episodes for you each Friday. Uh, but I know Kyle will be going to Disney Mecca and breathing through his own sweat like I did for a week. And, uh, but hopefully are you now you're not, uh, you're not driving though. Praise no. the Lord. You're flying no. because no, thankfully as too, well. because uh, of, but, because of COVID um, <laughs> we had it we had a truckload of uh, airline miles that we yeah. were not able to use last year. So yeah. that's the only reason we're flying is because yeah, we, so we, get we drove, we didn't mention that earlier on our, on yeah. our trip as we wind down, that was pro- for me, that was the coolest part of the trip because I, I'm not a fan of Disney. Uh, we only do it really for the kids, for Rebecca. That's kind of their their dream. And so that's always our adoption anniversary deal. I, I really don't like it. I, I like a few of the rides, but I can, I would be fine in the hotel while they go and do all of that stuff. But I try to be a good soldier. Uh, but on the way, because we drove uh, 3,500 miles total on the, on the way we saw pastors and some friends. And so yeah. I got to see my childhood youth pastor, the one that really gave me my first opportunities to preach and serve in a church and, and help kind of decipher that call to ministry. Uh, we got to see Dean and Sarah and Clint Ellis in Tallahassee. And, uh, and then on the way back, we're able to see Heath Pelliquin, uh, our niece, who her husband is uh, at school at uh, New Orleans Baptist Theological Seminary. Okay. And so we ate with him and then Heath on the way back. And then I saw basically everybody at Southwestern. 
<laughs> on her way through Fort Worth. And so I stopped. We had Whataburger with Colby, uh, Madison Grace, and Adam Covington, and then went and uh, Ed Stuckey had some gifts for our girls and uh, because he's trying to recruit them to Scarborough College. Of course, they won't have a choice anyway. So Yeah, that's right. I'm paying get, get, that, get that SBC uh, discount. Heck yeah. Maybe that CP discount. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, awesome. well, guys, thanks for tuning in and, uh, and, and stay tuned to the uh, NAM replant blog. What is the link to that? I know that will so morph over the years, but what is it right now? So it's churchreplanters.com. And that's where, um, that's where all that information will be shared. Um, and we'll drop a link in the show notes too. If you are interested in kind of staying up to date on the development of this resource hub, we have a link where you can sign up and, and be in the know on that. So uh, we'll drop in that. In other words, the if you want Kyle to spam your email, sign yeah, up. Yeah, that's right. That link. <laughs> that's right. So yeah. Kyle, send us out. Well, thank you for joining us today. Until next time, may your coffee be as black as night and as bold as Matt driving across the country to go to Disney and the gospel you declare. That too. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We want to connect with you on Facebook at Not Another Baptist Podcast or on Twitter at NAB underscore podcast or our website at notanotherbaptistpodcast.com. Until next week, we encourage you to check out csbible.com to learn about the Christian Standard Bible, our favorite translation for its blend of readability and accuracy. Have a great day and God bless. What's wrong with you people?